Here to house you. Check one two, one two, one two. Greetings, bon greetings, bon greetings, and manners with manners and respect, and welcome to another week of Here to House You. I am the man with the plan. Really, I'm not. I'm not the man with the plan, but I definitely got a lot of great music coming through your way. Like this little number right here. Such a hot little number, I tell you that. This one is by. Stephanie Cook, The Soul, and Nico M. They call this one No Stopping Us. Family, you know the drill. They ain't no stopping no half hour music tonight. All day ranking here to house you. Canada, Cape Town, recognize the sound. This is Earth Gang from Google Music, and you're listening to Dave Rankin on Here to House You, only on Drums Radio. Raw, unfiltered, Afro House, Drums Radio.
here to house you.
Block family got ourselves an exciting show. Plus, got me a guest this week. My brother, Zepetko. We sit down with him just a little bit. We we'll talk about his new, new release, the African Pride EP. Plus, he's got a hot, hot 60-minute mix coming in at the second half of the show. He is our feature artist for today. Why not go ahead and feature a song that I truly, truly enjoy? Africa, my home, the African tech mix featuring Kunle Eyo.
hope you really enjoyed the vibration so far. I know I am. And you know, if the DJ is not in it, then the crowd ain't in it, and I'm definitely into it. You know what I mean? That was Papa Day featuring DJ Mshega and Lucy M. Excuse me, N, not M, but N, like Nancy. Shout out to the fine folks over by Wabantu Music. Prior to that, we had Mama Said from his first, his first LP. I can't believe that. His first LP, Citizen Deep, featuring Aqua XB with Mama Said. Prior to that, we had Wendam Kobulwane with Leo Guado and Andile Mbile. And the man of the hour, our guest, Zepeko Wakunle Ayo with Africa, my home. Family, we cutting down our power hour just a little bit short today, just so we can go ahead and feature feature our wonderful and multi-talented guest, Zepeko. This is my last one for the break. Ceremonial ritual, Freddy the Stupid and over 12. We see you after the break, please. The Capo, DJ 40, Nash Underground, Technique, Divine Lopez, Just K, Dipanova, DJ Swiss, DJ Swiss, This is Nanza, Taggy the Best, DJ Kasano, This is my Bendani, General Tika Latika. Yo, what's up? This is Regala Joints, and you tuned into Drums Radio, the home of Afro House. If you want your car clean, call it clean and shine. You might have seen the van, might have seen the sign. Your number one choice, we ain't number two. You ain't even gotta move a muscle, cause we come to you. Come to car cleaner with superior. Clean the outside and the interior. Great service and reasonable rates. Just dial 4007-88. That's 416, we serve the GTA. Mobile detailing, yeah, we lead the way. We give you more than what you ask for. We don't even leave a speck of dust on your dashboard. No jobs too much to handle. Clean and shine, have you shining clean, looking brand new. Our work ethics hard to beat, so call us if you want the cleanest car up on the street. Clean and shine. Hey, beautiful people, this is Lady K, and you are listening to Here to House You with Dave Rankin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my favorite part of the show. It's the top three. I ain't wasting no time this week. The first one from Ghetto's Music. 
Scar Fox. He's brand new to my entry this week. Something called the Reset. Full of vibration with this one. You see me? Just remember when you're here with the family all, all day, ranking here to house you. Once again, our number three track. Got a lot of progression on this one. Car Fox from Ghetto's Music. We call this one the reset. And once again, it's our third song of this week. Coming at number two, the Jeff Brendan Praise. Shizma on the remix. Made to love you. Shizmo in the remix, Made to Love You. Now for the moment that I've been waiting to go ahead and present to all of y'all, our number one song of the week. This one y'all mad, Ed Sick, No Good, Tony Toka, Louis Vega, Sakude. El que le gusta romper los cueros, el que le gusta meterse donde quiera, ahí sin miedo. Estaba ciego y ahora veo y ahora te digo claro, no hay nada de juego. Cógelo con take it, let me see you shake it. That's what we call sacude, letting go that fake shit. Con mi palo santo y fumando fanto, me quedo tranquilo y a ti te canto. Sacude. 
Hay que hacerte una limpieza, con los santos no se juega. En la brega con Luis Vega, pa' que tú lo sepas. Lo que te hace falta, me la oí un poco salsa. Bien virado, so ten cuidado, papá, cuando está en mi casa. Oye lo que te conviene, escúchame bien, nene. No te pongas guapo, chacho, porque Cristo viene. Y ahí te dejo, tú sabes que yo te quiero. Nos fuimos pa'l cielo, Capicú y el bandolero. Tremendo pela, Tony toca con Luis Vega. That's it, baby. Louis Vega, alongside Tony Toka. The name of this one is called Sakude. Stick around to after the commercial break. It's all about Zebeka from here on in. Just remember when you hear the family, all oh, Dave Rankin, Canada, Cape Town, recognize the sound. clean call it clean and shine you might have seen the van might have seen the sign your number one choice we ain't number two you ain't even gotta move a muscle cause we come to you come to car cleaner with superior clean the outside and the interior great service and reasonable rates just dial four double oh and seven double eight that's four one six we serve the gta mobile detailing yeah we lead the way we give you more than what you ask for we don't even leave a speck of dust on your dashboard No jobs too much to handle. Clean and shine, have you shining clean, looking brand new. Our work ethics hard to beat. So call us if you want the cleanest car up on the street. Clean and shine. Hey yo, this is Zulu Bravo, and you're listening to Dave Rankin on Here to House You. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hit the House You with your man, R.R. Dave Rankin at the helm. 
Family is all about Zepeco from here on in. And matter of fact, had a chance to go ahead and sit down and pre-record an interview, an upcoming interview for our first play on Drums Radio, where we had a chance to sit down and speak about all things African pride. Welcome to First Play, where it's all about the artists and, of course, the wonderful selections that they go ahead and release to us as Afro House fans. As you can see, I am joined by a wonderful, wonderful, multi-talented guest today, Zepeco, and it's all about his new release, African Pride. My brother, how are you doing today, man? Good, thanks yourself, man. I'm very well. Thank you very much for asking, man. And, and more importantly, yeah. thank you very much for going and joining me. I know I'm... Um, as we mentioned earlier, of course, you know, it's always like a year in the making that you and I actually had a chance to go and sit down and speak. Yeah, that's true. For real, man. Um, between that yeah. year and, of course, we'll, we'll get into, of course, the African Pride in a moment. But between, of course, then we, we last spoke and right now, um, what's been going on with, of course, the artist known as Zepeco? Um, uh, thank you once again for welcoming me in the show. Uh, what's nice about that is that there was huge growth of which I really appreciate, especially now that I've gained um, international recognition. Mm. Uh, the nice part is I managed to collaborate with uh, Hyena, one of the internationals when it comes to Afro House. It was very happy with my production and how I grow and how I, I get to take the Afro sound to another level. The nice part about it is that I create my own sound. You know, I believe that's how you, you, you put your mark by not trying to be someone else, by, by just contributing in the Afro house space. I uh, worked with Kabu Music and thanks to them because they made it happen. I signed a deal with them. Beautiful. And the nice part, it grew. And then I released African Pride, a single with uh, Kabu Music again. It's actually going well. And from there, I built an EP titled African Pride coming from that one called on um what do you call track source yes it was number four i think number four or number three congratulations and it was on top success. 100 yes. yeah so i was like okay i need to do a really good follow up with this, <laughs> <laughs> this song for sure for sure absolutely yeah. so um the connection when i went hyena how did that come about um, the connection with Hyena came about with Kabu Music. So Kabu Music discovered me with a song I did called uh, Obileke featuring Kule Ayo. Okay. So I did an EP titled God Bless Africa. It has beautiful music there. So God Bless Africa, I did it international, uh, intentionally to, to, so that I can get international recognition. Okay. And then I received a message from Kabu Music. Uh, they emailed me. I told my team about it. And indeed, it was legit. And then they told me that they're interested in me. Uh, they took the song, Obileke. After a week or a month, they were like, look, this song is very beautiful and you believe you are very, very talented. We'd like to grow your name in the Afro house genre. We'd like you to collaborate with Hyena. So, cause they sent the song to different uh, artists, but Hyena was like, look, I wanna work with this guy. Wow. And then that's how it came about. And it does, it, I think, in a few time, because you know you receive uh, stats from, um, what do you call this, uh, um, Apple, Apple yeah. Music. So it was showing me that it's growing because it had like 80,000 now, 80,000. I think it was in France or Russia or somewhere. So I was also getting followers from there. You know, people were very interested in me. People were inboxing me. Mm -hmm. I got followers now, you know, huge DJs as well. Uh, huge, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, event organizers as well. They're very interested in me. And... <laughs> Up until now, the sad part is, you know, we can't travel because I was looking forward to, to traveling already, you know, uh, 
Yeah, we will get to that one later. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> sure, but that's sure. how Obileke or, or the collaboration came about. Beautiful, beautiful thing, man. Yeah. And then you mentioned that, of course, you followed that up, with, of course, with, with the title track for the EP, African Pride, which features Dalton Black. Um, How did yeah. you make the connection with, with Dalton Black? Was this an artist that you worked with before or simply you heard yeah. it? Like, please, you got to go ahead and tell us. <laughs> okay, um, I'm a talent scout. I'm a music producer. Uh, I also own a record label. So what happened is uh, I saw, uh, what do you call this, um, Dalton Black. You know, I saw Dalton Black uh, he used to come to me eh, for like a year. He used to come to me telling me that he's a rapper. I used to rap. But okay. one time I said, Dan was like, you want to go join uh, the idols? You know, I was like, when I go sing to her. I was like, you can sing. I was like, yeah, I can sing. I was like, okay, sing for me. And then he sang for me. I was blown away. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, let's put the rapping part aside. A week, two weeks after when he was still coming to me, he used to come here at my house. Um, I actually gave him a contract. I was like, look, I want to sign you. And then we get in studio. I did his project in two days, six really? tracks or seven tracks. tracks. Yeah, I did days. it in two days. Wow. I didn't sleep. After that two days, I passed out, like literally <laughs> passed out. My brain was hurting. <laughs> you know, so it happened like that uh, with that in black. And that's how I got to feature him. And then, yeah. I was like, look, I believe you're talented and in the Afro house, um, I'm getting popularity now. People are loving my sound. I'd like people, I'd like to introduce you as well so that people know that there's this talent. One thing about me is that uh, I like introducing new talent, mm. you know, as a music producer. And if I don't do that, then I'm not doing my job. Right, right, right. I can understand yeah. that. Right. Um, now, yeah. you mentioned, of course, six tracks, you know, two days, you know, working with Dr. Black. <laughs> Right. What does that yeah. say about his work ethic as an artist? You know, go ahead and match yours. Yeah. The nice part about it is that uh, Dalton Black doesn't sleep as much as I don't. Uh, when I say we're working, he's yeah. full in, like Before full in. And he's a very good songwriter as well. I don't want to lie. He's a very, very, very good writer. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine he was a rapper. So coming to writing songs, something that he already knows. And mm -hmm. it's something that he enjoys very much. So mm -hmm. I was very happy for a change that I've signed someone to write music. Because most of the time, artists that I sign, I have to write for them. But oh, with Dutton Black, I still write for him, but it's not as much. Right. You know, I write for him so that he can get a direction of where I want us to go. Okay. And with African Pride, he did a very good job by writing that song. Excellent, excellent. So with the song yeah. African Pride now, um, now was this a concept that, of course, you already had in mind or simply was this now, you know what, um, pretty much the spur of the moment, this is the direction that everything is going, especially with the beat, you know, and so on and so forth. Yeah, it was the moment, it was not planned. So then the thing that was planned is I had the, the beat already. Okay. So the beat was already there and I was like, what do you feel? But I was like, I want something in English. So most of the time when I write music, I write them in our language in South Africa and uh, Zulu or Tosa, most of the time it's song. I, I speak like nine or ten languages, so it's easy for me to write uh, uh, music. So I was like, this time I want us to write in English because I have a plan of taking the song internationally. So I want it to be easy for you know everyone to listen to it. And to be honest, it worked. So um, he wrote African Pride. So one thing he came with, it was a flight thing. He came with the chorus first. Mm. Yeah. I think I came with the chorus. I don't know between us because I'm the one who's singing part of the chorus as well because I was playing the guitar. <laughs> like, so, oh, yeah, those parts. Oh, so that's, yeah. that's you. Yeah, I also do that. I'm also a guitarist as well. 
amazing. How many instruments yeah. do you play? I think I play four or five, right? Because I play guitar, I play piano, right. I play bass, I play, I can play drums. So it's four. Four. Okay. Which yeah, one I want to teach the, myself. Which yeah? one did you learn first? I learned the guitar first. I was taught how to play a guitar and then no one taught me how to play a piano and bass and others. So others are just self-taught. But the guitar I was taught by Matimba Maluleke and then I was taught by Eben van Helen's father. Imagine that. Wow. Yes. So, so definitely so, you got you got some legendary artists go ahead and actually like those are really, really huge <laughs> shoes to fill, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's true. Do you feel like, um, especially when you, you're approaching your production, right? And, and we'll talk yeah. about, of course, you know, production style in regards to African Pride in a moment. But um, yeah. what kind of pressure is that for you sometimes? You know, to actually go out and say that and actually deliver, knowing that, you know, like you you've have you have these heavyweights behind you, went ahead like and, mm-hmm. and instructed you behind, you know, um, with, with the mm-hmm. melodies, you know, right? and so, you know, song arrangement and so on and so forth, right? So, like, how do you mm-hmm. manage that pressure? Um, to be honest, I love what I do. I mm. still believe it's my passion every day. That pressure, I love it because that's where growth comes from. Mm. Without that pressure, there's no growth. So sometimes when I'm working and I don't feel that kind of pressure, it becomes uh, not motivating for me because because I feel like I'm not growing. Every time when I, I get that kind of pressure, sometimes I become excited because I know that there's growth there. I know that I'm going to come up with something special. But if there's no growth, eh, you know, it's like, I have doubts. Sometimes when things come easy to me, yeah, I have doubts that is—is is this the one? Because I know with growth, it's like lifting weights. When you want to be a bodybuilder, you know they lift a lot of weights. They put in more. They put in more, and the results come out. We can see them. But if they go light, we know very well that they're not going to get any fitter, any stronger. Same with me as well. I use the very same method that you know I need this pressure. So I I can say I handle it quite well because I'm passionate about it. If I was not passionate about it, I was going to complain that this job is very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really an excellent, that's an excellent mindset to have. That's an excellent spirit yeah. to go out and take, especially approaching something as, as pressure, right? As the saying yeah. goes, right? Pressure makes diamonds, right? That's true. Right. That's true. We, see, we can see it from Conor McGregor, uh, mm. Tyson, you know, those people, like, they train so hard. Lance Armstrong, uh, those guys train so hard. I was also a, a professional cyclist, so I know how hard it is to, to achieve some. Yeah, so I have that kind of a discipline. So cycling taught me that kind of a discipline. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very hard. Yeah. Wow. So now, okay, so so you play four, four instruments. You have... Yes. You speak about nine, maybe ten languages. Yes. Right. Do you still train for a cycle? Like, do you still cycle every so often? Like, you still get get back into it? <laughs> I haven't cycled in years now. So it was before COVID. I think 2019 that was the last time I cycled. Okay. Since COVID started, uh, I haven't even ridden a bike. I don't know in how long. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still good, though. <laughs> With riding bicycles, I believe I'm still in shape. And if I can ride a bicycle, I can still do well. So in my country, I was number three. I was a bronze medalist when it comes to uh, track ride. I nearly qualified. I qualified to go to the SA Champs so that you can ride the Commonwealth. Okay. And when I got there, uh, I was just, you know, I missed it with a split second okay. and they chose my my teammate. But it, it was nice because they chose my teammate to go to my, that was Malaysia, I believe. Also. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I still believe that was not my road, but it was there to teach me something. That's why I never 
got to get there. What, what do you feel that um that experience went ahead and taught you, right? And how now do you use that experience now, right? And approaching, of mm -hmm. course, now making an EP such as African Pride. Okay, the nice part what I've learned is that need to take life serious. Life is very serious. This is not a joke. Whatever you do, you need to, to put passion, you know, you need to make sure that you have a plan. Don't do things without having a plan because that's what it taught me. We always had a plan before we got into things. Same with African pride. I all I must have a plan on what's going to happen after here. You know, before I even created, like I mentioned to you, I created African Pride and I told Dalton Black that, look, I want us to create something that will do well internationally because mm -hmm. I don't want to end up here in my country. I want to leave my country. So in mm -hmm. order for me to leave my country and tour the world, we need to have a great record. Mm -hmm. So I learned that from cycling, you know, in order for me to go to, to win a certain race with my teammates. And so we first planned that who's going to do this, who's going to do this, who's going to do this, and then it's going to happen. So I took that and then I brought it in, into the music. And this is my last EP before releasing an album. So already I'm planning for an album that is not there yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm already showing a, a results of the album. Like, okay, look, this is what I'm going to do if I have an album. So it's like you're already having, a, a, what do you call it, snippets. Yes. So yes. that's what I learned from, from, from cycling, especially discipline. Once again, I learned that a lot, discipline. So I don't drink, I don't smoke as well. I, I learned that from, 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 from cycling, you know. Amazing. If I, if I do, maybe, which <laughs> I don't know, it will be through discipline, even if I do it. I understand. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. Right. So and yeah. then you mentioned something that was really, really important in regards to the plan, right? Now, um, was the plan originally to do, to do nine tracks for, for, for the EP or, or simply did you have now, um, let's say, like a, a bunch of songs that which you went and recorded and then simply the selection process, which, which now become the final product? So I had a lot of, of, of songs. So the thing about me is I make music almost every day, not almost every day, every day. Hmm. So it becomes hard to choose which ones need to go in. So I ended up having, I think I had like 15 or 16 songs already. Okay. I was like, damn, these songs are all good. Now we need to break them down and take the ones that we believe that are going to work. Not the ones that I feel like, no, I love them personally. Right. I also need to think about the people who are going to listen to the music. Because sometimes as a creative, I make music that is too creative in a way that other people, when they listen to them, they'll be, they'll be frustrated. Because not everyone is artistic as me. Not everyone is as talented as me. People want to enjoy music. So I was like, okay, you're going to choose the ones that people are going to enjoy most, you know. Um, that when they listen to, they're going to feel closer to me rather than me saying that, look, guys, I'm talented. You need to feel this talent that I'm coming with. No, it's not only about me, but about the listeners as well. Did you have a team behind you to help you with the selection process? Or was it simply this was just you saying this, you know, just replaying mm -hmm. the songs over and over and over again, right? Thinking, you know, okay, great. I sound like, for instance, like uh, Sunset. I believe, that, yeah, Sunset in Africa. This is going to find beautiful. This mm -hmm. is going to fit with the team. Okay, uh, uh, there's one that's saying that uh, you go as far as who's around you, you know. So mm -hmm. the more people you have around you, the further you go. So you can't do anything, everything alone. You know, I believe I wouldn't be here if I was alone. So to answer your question, yes, I do have a team. Dalton Black is one of the people that I trust when it comes to listening. And then my creative director, Daniel Pumuzomagidi from Raw X Creative mm -hmm. as well. And um, Brad as well. There's a guy called Brad Malume. We call him Malume Brad. 
So it was <laughs> Malume bread means Uncle Bread. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Malume is Malume, so it's Uncle Bread. All right. And uh, yeah, so we were playing the music and they loved the music, especially oh, even how the track selection goes. You know, I was with Dalton Black with them as well. How the feelings, how this needs to be like this, this needs to go out because of this and that, you know, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, more than 90%, they agreed with what I, you know, I came with, even though they were like, change this, change this, you know. And they agreed with what I came with Imagine and they that. felt it. But I'm not only alone. I'm not, I don't want to lie. I don't do these things alone. Beautiful, beautiful. Shout out to the whole team for going <laughs> and actually, you know, with the selection process. Um, as I mentioned, yeah. um, when you sent over, of course, the EP, I listened to it a few times a few times last night. In fact, I listened to it a few mm-hmm. times, you know, before I interviewed today as well <laughs> to get, to get yeah. the, the range and the feel, right? And, um, yeah. Production-wise, was this all you production-wise? Did you have any assistance production-wise? Aside, of course, the artists that you work with? I'm um, yeah. vocalist and all of that. Yeah, production-wise, Noah. Actually, I have, uh, when it comes to producing, I'm the only producer. Okay. And then the guitarist, I'm the guitarist in the songs. Uh, I'm also, some of the songs, I'm the one who sings. And then when it comes to production, I have uh, Big Injalinjali is okay. also featured. It's uh, Spagesh NTS okay. is the saxophonist. So okay. most of the time I feature him and on my saxophone. So he was part of uh, production on track one. Is there? And which track? Track five, Sunset in Africa. Yes, yes. I, I do remember yeah, I think the saxophone in that as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's that too. Or if there's another one. But yeah, he's... Definitely the saxophone on it. So those are the people I worked with. In terms of guitars, I'm the one who's responsible for playing all the guitars. Mm-hmm. And I wrote uh, most most of the songs there. I wrote track one fully, 100%. Okay. I wrote uh, track three, that which I featured Dalton Black, 100%. I wrote that song. Okay. Uh, I wrote, it's uh, okay, I'm with Beggy on Sunset in Africa. And oh, I also featured Tabia. She's a very good. Uh, oh, um, we, we we love. We, yeah, we're a big yeah. fan of Tabia. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Tabia since two thousand, I think sixteen or so. Really? We met at the gig. Yeah, and we vibed, and that's how most of the songs came about. Okay. So yeah, uh, besides that, it's only me. Besides Peggy. It's only more in the production. I see, I see, I see. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, um, the, the the EP shows a, a wonderful range, right? It, it shows, mm-hmm. of course, that there's a gradual buildup from, the, of course, the beginning, right? Um, it hits mm-hmm. it hits really hard, right? Especially near yeah. the end, especially with um, the tribute to the Maasai, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, which is beautiful. <laughs> uh, the elements in that are just, Thank awesome. you so much. just amazing, right? Um, yeah. Which, was this, I, I take it this was pretty much done on purpose. We got this track selection where you, you would have that gradual takeoff. And then of course, that Dana Mod, it really hits. And of course, it tapers off later on near the end of the EP. Yeah, that was done on purpose because I want someone to, to have a, a very good experience when they're listening to my music. I, I don't want someone to skip my music when they start. That's mm-hmm. why I started off very gently, gently. And then as it goes on, it becomes rough because you never know how people's day are. You know, that no matter how happy you are, but if you hear a very calm song, you'll appreciate it. Mm. But if you're happy or, or if you're not that happy, if you play a hard song sometime, you tend to skip the song sometime. So I was right. like, okay, I'm going to start in gently. No matter what the mood is, you won't change, mm. you know. But And then as it goes, it goes, you become more interested, like, okay, I want to hear more, I want to hear more. And as you go deeper, I find that I have very good talents that are featured. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Very, yeah. very, very interesting. Very interesting in regards to selection, definitely. In regards to how everything, mm. you know, I mean, I'm sure once it gets released and, you know, our audience out there by means that they're going to hear it, they're going to understand yeah. what this is what we're talking about right now as well, right? Um, yeah. All in all, how long did it take in regards to, like, from start to end for you to go ahead and complete the EP? Uh, you mean in terms of production? Yeah, like from you started from, like, say, from African Pride, right? So, of course, yeah. the, to, to now the end product. Yeah. So now I, it took it took more than one month i know reason i say this is because i have a problem of after creating music uh i feel like it's not good you know i have this problem of becoming a perfectionist of which is very is very bad it's, it's not a good <laughs> thing because i delayed to release my ep because i've been changing this changing this till today i feel like i need to change this and change my team stopped me i was like look you're ruining things now you can't do this. So that's one problem I have. That's why I, I, I have a team. So it took me like uh, since January, I can say, because I did uh, Black Paradise January. Okay. I did African Pride January. Okay. Um, and then others I did gradually up until the last song I recorded it, I think three weeks back, three or two weeks back with that in Black, which is called Is in King Azom Yes. I yes. think it's track four or so. Yeah. That's right. Track four. Yeah, that's the last track we we did. Amazing, amazing. Imagine yeah. that. Right? So, um, in regards to like, um, I you I know there's some like behind the scenes stories in regards to like you know the, um, <laughs> what kind of stories stand out in regards to like working with artists and and, and so on and so forth. You know that you can go and share with us here in the audience. <laughs> okay, the stories that stand out is that. Uh, I know so some people are saying it's fine, especially those I work with, some they say it's not. I'm a very strict person when I'm in studio. I know I'm laughing and making jokes now, you know, having this interview, but um, I'm a very strict person when I'm there, no alcohol. Um, and we always we must always be in time uh, when we're going. And work is work. So they find it very weird that, you know, this kind of producer is making things, you know, professional. The reason I do that is because I want people to see that this is work, just like any other work. Mm -hmm. If I don't show them that I take this thing serious, they won't have believe in me. They won't believe me. But if I take it serious, these people will believe me and whatever I say, you know, they'll want to hop on. And one of the other stories is uh, as soon as I'm done, you know, we start laughing with it. And um, yeah, I don't know if maybe you want to know more, but uh, I'm open to more. I understand for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, one one question that simply struck out for me, right, and especially you know with, with everything that's happening now, uh, COVID, and especially you know uh, the, the unrest you know happening in the country. Um, mm. how was it like recording, right, especially during these times now? Yeah. Um, it was bad, to be honest, especially the past three weeks, it was, it was bad. Now it's even worse. We can't move in our country because of what's happening, you know. Mm -hmm. um, that time when we recorded, it was not that bad, bad, but it was bad as well, because now we're restricted in terms of, of uh, uh, moving around. That's why I managed to do the EP in two days, okay. because we had limited time. So what we did it, uh, I think we're there for two we're in studio for two days. We're allowed to be there for two days straight. Okay. So I had to capitalize on that time. That's why I was working throughout 24, 24 hours, you know, because right. I think I was like working 23 hours and then slept like three, three, four hours or less somewhere there. And mm -hmm. you can imagine the pain and you don't actually fully sleep. So that's how, you know, that's how, that's how painful it is. And that's how hard it, it was recording this EP. 
And most of the things that I did, I wrote uh, that EP according to most of the experiences that we have here, you know. So I'm bringing that, those, some of those experiences in a form of sound mm. for people who are not here in, in our country. You know? I I can yeah, and also and also appreciating uh, our tribes here in Africa, you know, like a tribute to Maasai tribe. When I heard those voices, I was like, okay, people also need to hear this. And funny enough, Maasai tribe grew without me pushing it that far. You know, so I was like, okay, it deserved to be part of my EP. Because here in South Africa, they're also playing it. Um, in, in Italy as well, they're playing it. In in Germany as well, they're playing it, and I'm now collaborating with Ajuma. I'll okay. be collaborating with him as well. Yeah, he's, he's loving my vibe. I was like, okay, <clears throat> then there's something in the sound, and yeah. and still I had lots of doubts. So the reason I had a lot of doubts is because I have this thing. I'm a perfectionist, and it, it's 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 not a good thing, you know. <laughs> I try so hard not to to be that person, but it. it it's it's not a good thing because right. I nearly ruined my tribute to Masai tribe and it's a very beautiful song because even when I released I felt like it's not good enough mm. you know that, that's the mm. sad part about becoming a perfectionist you never satisfied up until I, I don't know how until you, you let go for sure so I'm trying to, to not be a perfectionist gotcha gotcha now um, yeah. of course you know you let go of the reins and as you mentioned you know Masai it, it's, it's out there right and of course it, it's receiving yeah. you know great love you know, a, a, you know very great love around the mm. world that is right um, now yeah. what, what do you think that says about regards to like um, the acceptance right, of, of what you bring uh, what you bring forth as an artist yeah number one it means I do have a space in this genre and number two, I do have a space in the music industry. The music industry needs people like me. Mm. So it gave me a sense of calmness, you know, sense of belonging to show that I'm on the right path. Mm. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go alone. Now I need to sign other artists so that we can experience this moment together, you mm. know, because I believe I was not given this talent just to sit with it. I can create as much as, you know, as, a, as I can create many music, but I've been given that thing so that I can also open doors for other artists as well. Mm. No, yeah. So I, I, I believe that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful message. Yeah. Wonderful message. You know, um, as yeah. artists, you know, as creators, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that um, we, we begin to understand that once we are, we, we truly believe, right, that we we can go ahead and create a space mm. for ourselves, right? We can see in regards to like where that love comes, right? That, and, that's and true. Not just, of course, you know, within our own small circle or, or within mm. our, our our vicinity, but we can now begin to hear, right, and see the rea- the response and the reaction from artists and from other creatives, you know, from from people that's who true. never ever you know came across before, right? Which that's is true, yeah, excellent, excellent thing, right? Um, now mm. aside from Messiah, you know, the, the tribute to Messiah, um, were there any mm. other songs on the EP that that have stood out for you that stood out that stands out for you? For me, um, <clears throat> the one that I featured, Tabiya and Kanyeze Zulu. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, all of them, but I'll, I'll just highlight some that I, I was like, okay, people can listen to this, to this. Of course, Messiah Tribe, African Pride, mm-hmm. uh, Black Paradise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the intro, Intro to the Pride. I love the intro, guys. It's check one. <laughs> you know, if people vibe with it, I can actually make it a track. <laughs> so I'll hear it through people. If they love the intro, I'm going to continue to make it a six-minute song or four-minute song. Beautiful. And then, uh, yeah, so track two as well. 
you know, Sia Lulega. I yeah. also Momkulo, yeah. yes? Yeah. Yes. Also, yeah, I also vibe with that. Because that song, that's track to actually that song is a church song, you know. Okay. Uh, that's the first song that my grandfather taught me because I still remember my grandfather was a priest. Really? Uh, one time I was from a preschool, I still remember I was like five or four years old. I asked my grandfather, he was holding his Bible, please teach me a song. And that was a song that he taught me. Wow. Till today, I still go with that song. And then wow. I was like, okay, I need to honor my grandfather. Let me record this song because I know other uh, church members say, you know, our country will love that song. It's a very popular song. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let me record it. I don't think it has been recorded before in our agenda. I was like, okay, I'm going to make it a bit Afro-pop, mm-hmm. Afro, so that people can get the vibe. So it's also a song to honor my grandfather and to say thank you to him. Because as a kid, you know the funny part? My grandfather told me that I was going to be a musician. Really? And I was like, no. Even when I was a cyclist, my grandfather was like, that's not where you belong. <laughs> You're supposed to be <laughs> a musician. Even before I started playing a guitar, I started playing a guitar when he passed away. So I started making music when I was now grown, when I was an adult. Okay. So all my teenage years, I, I didn't even know music. Uh, I didn't even know I was going to be a musician like then. Then I thought my career is this. I'm going to write the Commonwealth become the first black to write Tour de France because I was doing, I was also doing well professionally in my uh, cycling career. And then all of a sudden it stopped as if someone was holding a brick from us, like this is the end. And then immediately <laughs> music came about. So the speed of things confirmed that my grandfather saw this thing when I was still a kid, you know. Mm. Uh, I needed to learn that discipline first before I could handle this, this music career. And so it's, it's a song to honor my grandfather because sometimes I think about it that what if my grandfather was here? Oh, I want to tell him that, you know, you told me this was going to happen. Sometimes I'm like, these are his blessings. He already blessed me before he passed away. Yes. So, yeah, it, it, it's an honor for, for my grandfather. But I believe wherever he is, he can see it. Beautiful. If, if he was still yeah. around, what do you think he would say, especially regarding that, the song uh, <laughs> right now and hearing the song? What do you think he would say about the song? <laughs> number one you'd be very proud of the men that i've become Excellent. number one that i know that he was going to be very proud of the men that i've become and was going to love the song more he was not going to be surprised because he was going to say i told you the person <laughs> who's gonna, was going to be surprised is me because i'm still surprised right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he was not going to be surprised because he told me so i also had dreams i still remember i had dreams about him telling me that i told you so Mm. Yeah, when my thing started to go well, you know, I was working with a guy called uh, Raps Bafui. Okay. Uh, he's a very popular uh, DJ and producer as well. Mm. You know, I collaborated with, uh, yeah, many, but very popular. So at that time, I used to dream about him that I told you so that was supposed to be. I told you so, you know, I told my brother about it. I was like, ah, there's no way he's watching. this is you know like i i had a chance to go to interview a few artists here and there right and of course you yeah. know what um I, I love talking music right but it's always these these little small things that of course as as fans of the music that we just don't know right and these yeah. are the parts right, that really really touch me right, <laughs> when i do speak to artists yeah. and hearing stuff mm. like this which is absolutely amazing <laughs> Really, really, really. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Um, yeah. there, there is a few other questions I want to go ahead and ask. Now, um, uh, yeah. you had mentioned earlier with respect to, of course, you know, songs speaking about experiences that, that are taking place within the country, right? Um, mm. For instance, for us here, and of course, in the Western world, right? Yeah. We can't speak Zulu. We don't speak Shona. Of course, you know, we don't speak any, right? Um, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and, and explain some of some of the experiences <coughs> within some of the songs? Like, for instance, the song with Tabia, the um, yeah. Zulu, I, I believe. That, that, yeah. Right. Um, okay, it, it, Zulu, yeah. there, there you go. Right. Explain <laughs> first. First of all, um, what does the name, the title mean? Right. And then, of course, like explain some of the experience within the song. Okay, so Nkanyezi Zulu means the star of the, the universe or the sky. Okay. Yeah, so Nkanyezi, it's a star. Mm. So in that song, actually, it's, it's a very sad song. So we explain that uh, it's, it's a journey that you take through life, you know. Mm. And as you go through life, it, it becomes very tough. And then even though the darkness is with you, but you know one day you'll succeed. And mm. you know that uh, the star is always with you. So when you mean about the star, no matter how dark it is, you can see the stars. And we believe that, you know, those stars are watching at us. Because uh, there's a part that That's what it means. That uh, even though there's a darkness, we know that star, you are always there. Beautiful. You know, and you take your, your what do you call it? Uh, um, you take your burdens, you go to the mountains, you know, to go and pray, talk to your, to your ancestors or talk to the stars or talk to God. Mm-hmm. But you know that Nkanyezi, the star, is always watching. But you know, one day you'll get through. So there's also this part that says, uh, meaning that even though we laugh, you know, the heart can still feel the pain. Mm. You know, so it's also part say that it will end, but it's also part of the process. It's also part of the process. So that song was written by Tabia herself. She's mm. a very good songwriter. I didn't write anything. I don't want to lie. Right. I'm part of the production. <laughs> yeah. So I let her do her thing and she did it fully. Tabia is a very, very, very good um a good songwriter, a good vocalist, and we vibe very well. And she's a good person, you know, we, we vibe. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful message. So that's what Nkanyese Zulu mean. Excellent, excellent. I'm, I'm going to mm. go to, um, uh, for instance, in the, I, I, and pardon me, the other song with David yeah. Black, not, not the, uh, <laughs> not, sorry, not David, Dalton Black, not the um, African Pride, <clears throat> but the other one. Yeah, I have African Pride, I have a, what's the, what's Shulega, it? Mr. King, and then I have uh, Sunset in Africa, there's another uh, one with, with Dalton Black. Um, in Zinkinga. Oh, Zinkinga's on Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go to talk. Let's let's talk a little bit about that one. All right. So again, let's yeah. go ahead and let, let our audience know. Um, what does the title mean? Of course, let's go ahead and describe the experience throughout the whole set. Um, yeah. Of course, with the lyrics. So Zinkinga's on straight translating means the problems of this world. Okay. So in that song, when I wrote it, because I wrote it, I was writing it uh, based on what's happening now. So, you know, uh, what's happening currently, you know, uh, we have a lot of looting that's happening. People are frustrated in terms of uh, the lockdown, uh, unemployment, those kind of things. You know, us artists are also not gigging, which means we're not making as much as we're supposed to be making. You know, Uh, we're not traveling. I, for one, speaking for myself, I'm not traveling because my plan, I was already supposed to have been traveling. Um, I would have even came to Canada as well, I believe, uh, what other countries. It was, it was a lot, but that was my plan, but it never came through. So imagine the frustration. So it even becomes worse for people who are not even getting any income. 
at least for us artists, you know, you've got that something people will buy music because uh, there are people who buy music when they're at home. So yeah. you get something. So imagine for people who are not getting that something as well. So they become frustrated. So there's a lot of fights, a lot of looting. Um, so I was like, okay, I need to bring this in the form of sound for other people to, to also hear. And also a calmness for our nation as well, because I wanted to write something that will, will calm them down. Because I believe music is very powerful in terms of, of getting people's feelings and energies as well. So the nice part about this is that I believe that music is a universal language, you know, so irregardless of the languages that are said, but people are going to catch on to the feelings and that's where they'll be able to ask, okay, what's happening? Like you mentioned, it caught you. There's, there's feelings. You right. don't understand right. what they say, but the feelings caught your attention, which means uh, whatever we, we did there was right. Beautiful. Excellent. 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 Yeah. Beautiful thing. Right. Um, yeah. Now, um, the release date, July 23rd. Yeah. How excited are you? <laughs> I am excited. Every time when I release music, I'm very excited. Sometimes a bit anxious, mm -hmm. but I am excited uh, every time because I don't know how far I can get. As much as I know that I can get there, but I don't know how far I can get, like uh, I can say currently, because I don't control time. That's mm -hmm. the sad mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. But I know where I, I want to go. I know I get, uh, where I'll get, you know. Uh, but yeah, I am happy, regardless of everything. It becomes happy every time to share your work that you've been doing in studio. And this is a perfect time. This yes. is the perfect time because this is the kind of music that's needed for my country, for every country as well. And I believe the music will go even further. Mm -hmm. Currently, I have 114 or 120,000 streams on, on uh, what do you call this? On April, I believe this year of which that's my plan. I will make it a million. Amazing. Good plan. Good, definitely good plan yeah. to have. That's for sure. Right? Yeah. And, um, my, my final question before we go ahead and have you go ahead and tell people, of course, you know, when they can go ahead and, and you know, how they can yeah. find you and as well as the, the, the EP. But um, yeah. the words African pride. Um, what yeah. does African pride mean to you? I've been waiting for this question. <laughs> 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 so there is it. I said African pride. You know when you when um, parents have ki kids, children, and then they grow up, they grow up to do well. They become proud of them, and they say, "That's my pride, and that's my joy." Mm. So I regard myself of one of the artists that Africa have built in a way that I'm gonna do well so that you can be able to claim me and be like, he's our African pride because I came up with one of uh, my genres as well. It's, it's a genre, but uh, one of the sounds, I mean to say, it's a genre, but there's a sound that I create because why I want to stand out as well. There's, if you want to stand out, you must do your own sound, you must do your own engineering, you must not engineer the way other people engineer because it's going to be their sound mm -hmm. and you're not going to stand out. So I was like, okay, I need to do something that will stand out. The scary part is that uh, you, you don't know whether it's going to work or not because it's not there, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The nice part about it is that you become you. It will free you because it is you. So African pride, it's me saying that uh, I want Africa to be very proud of me because I'm one of those people that do their own sound. Mm -hmm. So I just want them to be very proud about me when I release it. So I've done most of the songs already. It was doing really well because I managed to travel to some of the African countries like, such as Zimbabwe, um, Lesotho as well. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to travel more, but 
because of the lockdown. So they appreciated me, meaning that their pride already is not is doing really well. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I do more than well because I've even managed to get the attention of uh, people across the border. You know, like I mentioned, Kabu Music, uh, uh, Hyena as well, I managed to, to, to catch his attention, you know. And most of my popular DJs here in South Africa, they're not even recognizing, some even call me, you know. So I was like, oh, that's nice. And a huge shout out to DJ Spoo because mm. he's one of the people who love uh, my music as well. He loves tribute to Masai Tribe. He plays that song almost in almost all his uh, mixes. Oh, you know, wow. he believes that song is going to do well. He believes that it's going to be huge. And every time when he plays it, because he's got like a, about a million followers, I think, 900 or a million followers. So you can imagine how many people listen to it. So it grows, it grows, it grows. And it's a song that I didn't even see that it was going to grow because I had even released it for free. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, let me release it. Little did I know that this song is actually a song, you know, that would get me to another level. <laughs> yeah, so African pride, that's what I mean. I want people to be very proud of me, especially my African people, mm. to be very proud of me. Yeah, and as I go on to the world, they'll be able to claim me and be like, that's our pride. Beautiful, beautiful. Quickly, before yeah. we end, go ahead and tell the people once again, when is the release date for African pride and how they can go ahead and find you? Okay, African pride is getting released on the 20th. 23rd of uh, July this month, of course, is going to be Friday. Uh, it's going to be available on all online stores uh, and streaming platforms uh, all over the world. Uh, to name a few, it's um, YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, you can buy it, um, Jukes, Spotify, Tidal, um, etc., etc., Viva Nation TV. <laughs> Yeah, many, 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 many. But my plan is to go gold. And I'd appreciate if someone can buy it, um, spread the love as well, share it with their friends, share it with their family. Because one thing I know is that I won't disappoint when they listen to my music. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, Zepeko, yeah. we're talking all things African pride. We thank you yeah. so much, my brother, for going to join so, us so today. To, so to disturb you, Dave. No worries. No one worries. thing I like about you is that Talk you pronounce my name very well. And you're the first, <laughs> you're the first person out of Africa to pronounce my name very well. Because in, in, in England, they uh-huh. pronounce, because I was in BBC Radio, right. they pronounced my name as Feko. So the PHS app. Uh, so they say Zifeko. And, and I'll explain why in a moment. <laughs> yeah, so it's a Zipeko, like you mentioned. So that's something I like about you. Uh, I, <laughs> I appreciate it so much, man. Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you something, right? Um, Again, yeah. because we're here over, over here, right? Yeah. The interaction with the language is, is totally absent over here because number one, mm. we, don't, we don't get a chance to go ahead and speak to a whole lot of people on the continent, let alone in South Africa, oh, right? Yeah. So of course now, understanding now, um, of course, the I sound like E's, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Course, right? Over here, do that, our, yeah, e. right? Over here, our eyes are simply eyes, right? We are, we are the I <laughs> yeah. sound, right? And again, yeah. the PH, as we're talking in, in Queen's English, right? PH gives yeah. us an F sound like phone, right? That's true. Right? That's so now we, I've had to go ahead and make sure I, I actually practice <laughs> and listen, yeah. right? So to, to make really? sure. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. And mind you, you know what? Like, I'm sure you heard my show a few times, and you know, like, I, I keep asking. Please let me know if I'm saying this stuff incorrectly because I, I, I want to know. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. You pronounce it really well, and every time when you, you say it, I'm like, damn, he's actually pronouncing it really well. Because I know it's hard for you people to pronounce my name, so PH for you to pronounce it's like F. It gives you an F sound. That's right. That's yeah. So for us. PH, it actually gives you an H. So with P only, is they don't, you know, the pronounce that H. The, the H sound doesn't mustn't come out. So with uh, P, but with PH, you need to go P. But without H, is See, <laughs> <laughs> so you did your you research very well. <laughs> Wonderful, beautiful things, man. I tell yeah. you, beautiful, beautiful things yeah. for sure. All right, my, once yeah. again, my brother, thank you so, so much for going and joining me today for this. Right, um, yeah. our audience is so grateful that you continue to go and play put out wonderful music that you continue to go ahead and display your talents and show you display not only display but show yeah. you guys are like how multi talented you are. Right. And of course, continue yeah. sharing your gifts with the world. Yeah. Thank you so much, man, for the encouraging words. And thank you for inviting me here once again. And can't wait to be in Toronto. I can't wait for this to, to happen. Can't wait to even travel the world. I believe I'll be in Toronto. I never know. Maybe maybe get booked there. No worries, man. You know, shoot. It'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen definitely. You know, just keep keep the faith. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, right? I definitely continue with mm. the African pride, my friend. Thank you so much, man. Thank no you. worries, no worries. Now, speaking about African pride, I got two joints to go ahead and feature from said EP. The first one here is by Bule Wumkulo and I2 Strings. We call this one Black Paradise. Get used to it, family, or all day drinking. We're doing all things of Echo from here on in. Can't the Cape Town recognize the sound.
ladies and gentlemen, our first of two from the African Pride EP. It's out this Friday, the 23rd. Black Paradise, Bule Wumkulo, and Itsu Strings. And now for our second song from the African Pride EP. This one's featuring Tabia Ganizi Zulu. Hope I said that correctly. Hey, you see the Sam family, all oh, day ranking here to house you. Yeah. It's all about this back over me here on in.
Ladies and gentlemen, once again, our artist feature of this week. Two songs from the African Pride EP. Kenyizi Yizulu featuring Tabia. Family is out this Friday, July the 23rd on all streaming platforms. Definitely something you want to go ahead and check out. Just remember when you hear the family, all Dave Rankin here to house you. Canada to Cape Town recognize the sound. Hi everyone, this is Afronet from South Africa, and you are listening to Dave Rankin on here to house you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my time to give way to the man of the hour, Zepeco. This is Zipeko, your next favorite producer of all time, and you're listening to Dave Rankin in here to house you. Peace. You can save my
Hey, this is Zipeko, your next favorite producer of all time, and you're listening to Dave Rankin in here to house you. Peace.
Take me to paradise, leave me back to love again. Take me to paradise. 